About to listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo, pastor of Lighthouse Chapel International, Takari. Bishop Kwesi Ampofo has a unique teaching with a clearer understanding of the word. Get ready for an awesome time in the word and receive your blessing, healing, and prophetic word as you listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo. As I sing praises to your name. My sermon today is entitled The Benefits of Fasting and Prayer. The Benefits of Fasting and Prayer. The Benefits of Fasting and Prayer. Father, I pray may your blessing sit on this word and may it be a blessing indeed to us in Jesus' name. Amen. So because we are going to fast and pray, um, I feel that we have to do a little analysis of the benefits of fasting and prayer so that it will help to motivate us. So I have five benefits of fasting and prayer, and I'm going to go through with you, and I believe that this year will be the year that you did all the days. I said the year that you did all the days. Amen. In the former years, you have been doing some of the days. But this year, we are going to do all the days. Say amen to that. Alright, so the benefits of fasting and prayer. Number one, it strengthens our spirit man and makes us strong. I'm talking about the benefits of fasting and prayer. Somebody may ask, why should I fast and why should I spend time praying? Amen. Amen. Number one, it strengthens our spirit man and makes us strong. Hallelujah. Now, listen to me. We are positioned in a better place to dominate the affairs of our lives and the world spiritually, physically, and financially if we are strong. Amen. When you are strong, you stand a better chance of surviving. Is that not the case? Yeah. Sometimes when they are doing experiments and maybe they are experimenting on some animals, and then they are dying off. Usually the ones that are stronger are the ones that remain. Is that not the case? Yeah. You see, and we say that the survival of what? The fittest. Mm? The jungle, these are some of the jungle laws. The strongest one survives. You see, so in the realm of the spirit also, it's about who is stronger. You or cancer. You or poverty. You or depression. Who is stronger? Is it your spirit man or the spirit of poverty that is stronger? The stronger one will win. Yeah. It's very simple. So you must make sure that you are stronger. And fasting and prayer makes us 
strong in the spirit. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 12 and verse 29, Matthew chapter 12 verse 29, the Bible says, Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house? So this scripture is actually a double-edged scripture that can apply to you or the devil. So let us put your name inside and see how it will read. So it reads like this, or else, how can one enter into Adwamanse's house and spoil her goods, except he first bind Adwamanse and then he will spoil his house. Do you understand? Before Satan will enter your life and spoil your life or your business or your connections or whatever it is or your health, he has to overcome your spirit man first. And this is Jesus' teaching and he's giving a very powerful teaching on spiritual domination. Yeah. The stronger one will dominate. That's how it is. So Jesus said that it is not possible to come into a strong man's house. Are you with me? And take what belongs to him. So that strong man should be you. If you are strong, Satan cannot take your possession. He cannot. The only way he would take it is if you are weak. And that is why we should be happy when it's time to fast and pray. Because fasting and prayers, it makes us dominate in the realm of the spirit. Oh, if you like, ask any, any man of God of a certain level. Any person doing a certain wonderful thing. All these type of prophets and people who you see doing things and doing wonderful miracles. Charlie? It's fastings and prayers. Fastings and prayers. Fastings and prayers is what will make you into a man of God or a pastor. If you don't fast and you don't pray, you can't become a pastor or a man of God. You will not have the authority. You will not have the ability. Hallelujah. The main difference between me and you or Pastor Edward and you or Pastor Eric and you will be our fasting and prayer life. Yeah, very true. Amen. Amen. So, as we enter into a time of fasting and praying, it's your time to become metro. Metro. I mean, you see, if for nothing, if for nothing, by the end of the 21 days, now, why you more? Why more? Hey, I mean, your spiritual ability will become gingamtious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you say, Satan, let go, he will release his hand. Yeah. It, it, in the realm of spirit, it's just power. My dog, when he sees my daughter Rachel, he would jump on her, jump on her, jump on her. He wants to put her in the cage. He would be doing hide and seek with her. 
When she says come, he'll be going. But when I say, hey, the dog will immediately go into his house. I don't know whether he doesn't like me more than he likes her or what. <laughs> yeah. The dogs are bad, pa. They've grouped us in the house. The younger he had, the more stubborn they become. And it's the same way with trouble, with problems, and with the devil. If he sees you are weak, like Jesus said, how can one enter a strong man's house? So in 2015, you must be called a strong man in the name of Jesus. Hey, you'll be a strong woman in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. A strong man, a strong woman. If a malam is looking for your spirit, when they call your name in the mirror, fire will come. He will ask the person, hey, do you want to spoil my business? Who have you brought? Because you, your, your spirit is strong. You know, even witches, when it comes to chewing normal people, they can't, even the unborn again person, the one with the strong spirit, they can't do anything to him. One which was telling my father that they wanted to finish him, but the spirit is hard. Not because he was even born again, but just that he has some type of strength. You see, but we are even blessed to be born again and to have the Holy Ghost. Oh, we should be really fearful. Satan must not have any chance in our life. In Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, the Bible says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Everybody say, strong in the Lord. Oh, say, strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. Amen. We need strength because these are the opposition that we have in this world. When Jesus started his ministry, immediately by Matthew, he started his ministry by Matthew chapter 3. By Matthew chapter 4, he started a 40-day fast. 40 days, he went into the desert. And he went to fast day and night. Is that not the case? He fasted day and night. This is Jesus. And the Bible says that after the 40 days fasting, lo and behold, Satan came to tempt him. And we now know the result of that exercise. Jesus overcame him because he was stronger than the devil. I believe that fasting and prayer has something to do with his overcoming the devil. Amen. Amen. Jesus was always fasting and praying. 
And this particular story in Matthew chapter 4 shows you a very direct link between fasting and praying and the temptation of the devil. Wow. So as we fast and pray, when Satan comes, he will not be able to trouble us. Moses was also another example. And we can see that Moses also went 40 days, day and night. He went into the mountain where there was thunderings and dark clouds hey, and lightnings. Yeah, it's a realm. And so Moses was not a small man. The Bible says that there was no prophet like Moses. To stand in such an office is not a small thing. And one of the things Moses did was that he goes on long fasting journeys. And he didn't go with food. He just went with himself 40 days in the presence of the Lord. Day and night. Amen. And you can see that Moses, he accomplished much. The work that Moses had to do was very, very mighty. And he had a lot of fasting and prayers to back him. Apostle Paul, we all know Apostle Paul. He wrote about half of the New Testament, if not more. And we can see that one of the things Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians 11 and verse 27 2 Corinthians 11, verse 27, Paul said, In weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. So we can see that Paul also boasted of fasting and praying. When it comes to prayer, he said that he prays more than everybody. Giving up thanks, he gives thanks more than everybody. Worship, he worships more than everybody. Hmm? So we can see that the, the, the solid men in the Bible, they had fasting and praying as one of their main agendas. So the first benefit of fasting and prayer is that it makes you a strong man in your spirit man and you are able to withstand the enemy. Are you ready to become a strong man? You have to. You have to. You are doing business. You have to be a strong man. Because people can close down your business. In the realm of the spirit, they've closed down your shop. But in the realm of the spirit, you should open the shop. Hey! One day we did a design for a certain uh, man who was building warehouses. And so the clerk of works who was doing the setting out went there Saturday morning to go and do the setting out and we start the building. Are you with me? So when they went to the site, did the profile and they started to dig, they found two live goats buried in, on the site. Yeah. Two live goats. One was, had suffocated and died and the other one was unconscious. I don't remember if they did resuscitated the goat. I don't know how they did it. I don't know who put his mouth on his mouth to breathe air into him. But listen to me. You think you are just doing your business. Enemies are also ensuring that your business will not work. Hey! So you have to be strong because every night, midnight you pray, you, you go ahead of the day and you say in the name of Jesus, I open my shop. 
I command customers to come into my shop in Jesus' name. May there be a big signboard in front of my shop directing all passerbys enter the shop in the name of Jesus. May there be a special invitation angel who, who is inviting people into my shop. Yeah. Don't just do your business with your bare eyes like that. No, 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 no. You have to be strong in the spirit. So if there is an opposition, if there is a, a curse, curses are controlling people's lives. But you must be strong so that although the wind is blowing to the left, if your engines are strong, your plane can go to the right. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah. It's very true. So fasting and prayer makes you spiritually strong. Number two, the benefits of fasting and prayer. It gives us dominion over demons. It gives us dominion over demons. Very important point. Fasting and prayer gives us dominion over demons. Hallelujah. Now when, when Jesus um, talked about the Great Commission and he said that those who believed on him, they shall be saved, then he said that um, these signs shall follow those who believe. Number one, in my name they shall cast out devils or demons. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Everybody sitting here, if you are a Christian, you must have dominion over demons. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, you may not know that demons are troubling your life or influencing your life. But by the grace of God, this year, I think the evening services, I'll spend some time to teach on demons Amen. and how to manage them. Wow. Yeah. Demons are agents of Satan who he has appointed to make your life bizarre. One day I was casting out a devil out of a certain girl many years ago, about 20 years ago or more, and the, the, she came, the problem she came with was is with discharge from her ears. She said there was a, a, a bad, smelly discharge coming from her ears, bringing her disgrace and shame. Satan is very bad. Everything Satan has planned to bring you disgrace and shame, we nullify it in Jesus' name. So you may just look at it as a common ENT problem, but it goes beyond ENT. Amen. So we started to pray for the girl. To our surprise, a spirit manifested. And we said, what is your name? He said, he's called Boils. Boils. That is his name. The evil spirit says it's called boils. Yeah. Pompo. So we said, come out. And he said, he can't come. No, he won't come. He can't come. There's a difference. Yeah. So we said, why? He said, there's a senior demon. And that, that demon must give him permission to go. Hey. So we said, senior demon, in the name of Jesus, come out. Then he manifested. Then we said, what is your name? Then he said, my name is Disappointment. Hey! So we said, what are you doing in her life? The girl was about 18 years. He said, when she is 23 years old, we shall begin to work in her life. And their mandate is just one. 
that they should frustrate everything she does in life. Can you imagine that? So you would think that it's just circumstances or things like that. But no, there are demons. Their duty is that when you go for interview, you will look like a monkey from Kenya. Or you look like the masqueraders who walk along the streets. The people see you as a joker. And you don't understand why you can't get any job. Everything you are saying, they have put a spiritual voice um, synthesizer. And your, your, what you are saying, if you say one, you, they will hear two. If you say three, they will hear 30. Hey! When we say these things, you see, sometimes it doesn't look too real to you. You see, if, if you had the opportunity to be with a deliverance minister for even just one week, you, you will not be able to understand how you exist without the, your knowledge of deliverance. Because the evil spirits are working all the time. And there are a lot of them. And don't count yourself out. They work from outside and from within. So they can work on you, in you, and then they can work on you. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Now, this is Jesus speaking, and it, it gives us a, a, an understanding of how evil spirits operate. They have two dimensions. There, there are two dimensions of evil spirit um, um, working in your life. Dimension one is that they shall be they shall dwell with you. And then they shall be in you. Do you understand? Like for example, if you have a pregnant woman in a house, she is living with her husband. Are you with me? But the baby is in her. So Jesus said, when the evil spirit comes out of a man, it means he was in the man. So here, Jesus is showing that spirits... And this, he was talking about the Holy Spirit here, but we can see it's, it's basically spirit. So he says that he dwelleth with you. That's one dimension. That's on the one end. Um, he's walking with you. He's with you. When you are there, he's standing by you. Do you understand? Then he says that, and shall be in you. Wow. So for example, the Holy Spirit... We have the Holy Spirit in us, and then we also have the presence of God with us. You see, two dimensions of the Holy Ghost. Now, evil spirits are also like that. So we can have evil spirits who are with you like escorts. Yeah, they are with you. When you are moving, they are with you. You get the whole thing. Then there are some that lives in you. But that's another subject for another Sunday. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the point I'm making is that when you fast and pray, you gain dominion over demons, which is very important. It's not every time you can run to a man of God. A lot of men of God, because of manipulation and money, the love of money and the love of the fame of people and the pride of life, you see, so they want to be referred to as the one 
who cast out the devil or the one who helped you or the one who made you to get married. Nobody made you get married. God made you to get married. So they are the one. They prophesied. They spoke. They did. They, they prayed. They bound. They cast out. You see? So they hijack the whole church and make the church think that without them, there can be no deliverance. But it's not true. You, 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 as you sit there watching me, you can cast out the devil. In fact, in fact, it is your duty. I said it's your duty to cast out devils. It's your duty. And one day, amongst the things God is going to ask you about souls, that, that he'll ask you, where are the demons that you cast out in your life? Because the Bible says, in my name, these signs shall follow those that believe. Have you believed? Yeah. Have you believed? Yeah. Are you sure? So then sign number one is, in my name, they shall cast out devils. Then the second sign is that, in my name, they shall speak with new tongues. Yeah. Then he said, they shall drink deadly things. It shall not harm them. And then he said that they will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You get the whole thing. So that's the kind of people that we are. The kind of people that we are. We are, we are fantastic people. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 4, that for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost. Next verse. And have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the wealth to come. So that is what it is. When we tell the evil spirit, come out, we are operating and we are walking in the powers of the wealth to come. And we are partakers of the Holy Ghost. When we can see a vision or, or have a direction or, or see something to the realm of the Spirit and then maybe release you from bondage or captivity and have a word of knowledge huh? about a certain whatever, about your life, about even the name, the meaning of your name. is word of knowledge. And those things are coming from the dimensions of the powers of the world to come. They are from the powers of the world to come. So it's like the power of God. We will go to heaven one day, but it's like as we are here, we are partaking of it. Partakers of the Holy Ghost. Who operates in word of knowledge and word of wisdom and gift of discernment, discernment of spirit and, and all those type of things. That's the Holy Ghost. And we are partakers of him. You see, so the Christian, we are supposed to dominate demons. Not demons dominating us. So as we enter a season of fasting and prayer, oh, it is your best season in the whole wild wealth that you can ever have. Because as you fast and pray, you become a dominator. When you beat an evil spirit, you say, hey, in the name of Jesus, away. When you clap your hands, pa, 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 away, the spirit will just go. No challenger. Amen. Amen. Remember, in the realm of the spirit, it's only by power. Who has power? That's all. So Jesus said, All power in heaven and earth is given unto me. Therefore, go into all the world. Because he's backing us. And all the power is now within. So, no problem. No shaking. So as we do fastings and prayers, demons are going to be under our feet. Amen. Amen. In Matthew chapter 17 and verse 20, Matthew 17, 20, the Bible says, 
And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hands to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. How be it? How be it means nevertheless. You can have all the faith. Huh? That's what Jesus is saying. That you can have all the faith. How be it? This kind goeth not out, but, but by prayer and fasting. And he was talking about an epileptic spirit. A spirit of epilepsy. So, evil spirits... We can overcome them by this solution. The solution of fasting and prayer. Jesus said it. Hallelujah. So as we've entered a time of fasting and prayer, I want you to really decide that you are going to grow up. Because what it will make you is that it's going to make you a woman or a man who is able to confront demons and you, you will tell them what to do. Amen. They will really be under your feet. Amen. Yeah, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every day you are quarreling in your house. It is not of the Lord. Every day they say, you can be happy. You'll be happy, you'll be happy. You go to town, you go, you go to Akroma, you eat. You'll be happy, happy, happy until you enter the house. And somehow, some way, somehow, everything just changes. And there's a fight. Every time it's like that. Every time it's like that. Don't take it for granted. You must take some anointing oil. And then you must dominate the environment in which you are staying. Because there are evil spirits who can stay in some places. When you go to some places, you feel the heaviness. You say, mm, this place is very heavy. This place, there's something here. You don't know what it is, but there's a presence here. But that presence, you can dominate it. You can tell the presence that, look, I'm doing three days just for you. And I'm breaking this power in the name of Jesus. Amen. So fasting and prayer, it makes you have dominion over demons. Isaiah 58 verse 6. Isaiah 58 verse 6. I think I'm going to end with this next week we'll continue. In Isaiah 58 verse 6, the Bible says, Is not this the fast that I have chosen? To lose the bands of wickedness. To lose the bands of wickedness. <laughs> To undo the heavy burdens. Let the oppressed go free. And number four, to break every yoke. Now these are demonic activities. Are you with me? And when we enter into spiritual warfare, these are the main things that we do. And then in Jeremiah chapter 1, he says to pull down, to uproot, to destroy. You see, those things there. You see, so here he says, lose the bands of wickedness. Because Satan can put a band of wickedness on your life. 
in the Psalms, the Bible says that the scepter of wickedness shall not lie on the lot of the righteous. The scepter. The tree says, You see, the chiefs, they have a stick that they hold. It's called a scepter. Now, the, the Bible says, The scepter of wickedness, it shall not be cast onto your land. Yeah. Because Satan, in the realm of the spirit, he can cast a scepter of wickedness into your womb, into your marriage, into your pocket. He will cast a scepter of wickedness there. And only wicked things will happen there. Your pocket will refuse to administer money to you. Yeah. Even the small you put inside, it will get lost. Yeah. You see, life is not straightforward. There are so many things to lie. So that is why we are saying, let us fast for 21 days. Because when we enter into these 21 days, these bands of wickedness, hmm, it says that the heavy burdens, heavy burdens, adosia, can you imagine my auntie had a son who is always in sales that the boy can come to the house with a knife and tell her that he should give him the TV to go and sell that he will kill her. Can you imagine? It is, it is a heavy burden to let the oppressed go free and that ye break every yoke. Wow. In our season of fasting and prayer, Every yoke in your life shall be broken. I say every yoke in your life shall be broken. In the name of Jesus. And look, you see, you are blessed that I'm showing you these things. Because we are not, I'm not trying to say, bring me 50 CDs each so that I pray for you. No. Me now, crap, I'll be tired. No, 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 no. You, you yourself, these 21 days, we are, we are all coming to do Walantu Walansa. We are coming to break these bands of wickedness. We are coming to lose all these heavy burdens. Myself and you together. Me too, I get bands and I have weights. Yeah. So as I'm releasing my youth, I'm releasing yours. Some of your problems, they need master key. So that when you bring it, we will use a master key to open for you. Mm -hmm. But generally, I mean generally, to survive in this world, you have the ability you know, your body is healing itself all the time. Are you aware of that? Yeah. But then there comes a time when one particular virus or bacteria becomes too much. They might need some medicine to help. But generally, every day, you see, James, as you sit there, there are sicknesses in you that have not had the chance to manifest because your white blood cells and so on in you are fighting it. Yeah. So everybody, God is trying to, the general equipment you need, to survive. Yeah. So everybody must have a little ability to do almost everything. Even healing. Everybody. It's not every, you, are not, you are not totally bereft of the ability to deal with demons. You shouldn't be. So Paul said that, now concerning spirituals, I will not allow you to be ignorant. And that's exactly what I'm doing. You cannot be ignorant of the fact that you have power and dominion over demons. And I believe that as we start the fasting tomorrow and we take off and we are going, ah, if you meet an evil spirit, or if, you see, sometimes there are certain things about you or in your life, you see, oh, this one, it is a, uh, it's a bad spirit. You want to deal with it. Huh? In the name of Jesus. And I'll show you how fasting 
also will help you to deal with um, stealing. Some of you are thieves. Forgive. If you are a thief, you are repent. One of the things associated with the charismatic church today is stealing. Yeah, and if you come to church, you should be careful. Your phone or your iPad can be stolen. It's unfortunate. Yeah, we too want the people more. I want the church to be full. So everybody we meet, prisoners, everybody, we bring them to the church. So when you come to church, you should be vigilant, generally. Because some people, certain spirits are still in high dominance in their life. When they see something that is night, they have to take it. So they'll take it. But you see, that thing, you know, it can be sorted out through prayer and fasting. And next week I'll show you how prayer and fasting can help you to overcome worldly pleasures and all those type of um, things that easily besets us. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 says, the sin that so easily besets us. It's one of the benefits of fasting. But today we've learned about two. Is it? We did two. The first one is what? It makes you a strong man in the spirit. When the spirits come around and they come to the house, they see you, they will say that, no, we cannot. When my, my son was small, one day my wife went to work night duty, and then he shouted at midnight, he said, there's a man in the room. Hey, he said, that's the man. Wow, what should I do? I must arise, and in the name of the create fire in my room. And command every, every invading, trespassing, uh, what other name can we give? Um, squatting, uh, what type of spirit? Out! Yeah, I'm not now coming to make a phone call. No, there's no time for phone call. You have to act on it now. Are you with me? So it makes you a strong person. And number two, it gives you dominion. I didn't say power. It gives you dominion over evil spirits. So that in your life and in your circumstance, any demonic power that tries to invade and to permeate and to infiltrate and to dominate, you say, hey, you cannot. In the name of Jesus, turn away and go. I watched a magician once. She was using dwarfs to call for money. And she would send the dwarves to the bank, send the dwarves to people's pockets, send the dwarves to shops to bring money. And she had a chop box on the TV. And she would be whistling. And then she had some powder. She would be throwing the powder. Then the money would start coming. I said, hey. So this one, people's money. But you see, so that's how some money can get lost mysteriously. A dwarf has come for it. You see, you may choose not to believe it. So you can take yourself. But me, I'm telling you. That me, as I'm walking around, I, I anoint my wallet, my pocket. I say, hey, nothing shall get lost in my pocket. Amen. It's a grace. Jesus said, of all that you gave me, none is lost. So it's one of the grace that comes with the anointing, the Holy Spirit on our lives. Amen. That your things will not get lost. Amen. Hey, you alone, you shipped the car. It got lost on the high seas. The ship came, but your car didn't come. Your car is lost. No, no, no. That kind of trouble will not come to you in the name of Jesus. So I pray for you that may God help you as we enter this time and season of fasting and prayer. And may you become a spiritual giant. 
and authority in the name of Jesus. May you have dominion over demons and wicked spirits that try to terminate your blessing. May every witchcraft power that has set its eyes on you, that has cast a spell against your life, may that spell not have effect. And may that witchcraft be destroyed, shattered and scattered in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. And we give you glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody say, Amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Maybe you are here this morning, but you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. If I say born again, you don't understand it. If you die tonight, you are not sure whether you go to heaven or whether you go to hell. I want to pray with you. If you are here and you are not sure, I want you to lift up your hand. I'm going to pray with you. If you are here, you are not sure where you go when you die. I want you to lift up your hand and I'm going to pray a simple prayer with you. That God will write your name in his book of life. Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for salvation. And I pray for all of us gathered here. Even as we declare that we are born again and we are saved, may our election and calling not bypass us. And may our lives as Christians be fruitful and bring glory and honor to you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody say, Amen. God, I leave to my head in we believe you've been blessed by this message. For copies of this message, visit our Vision Bookshop at our church premise near Wamco One. I worship you. Would you sing it with me? I worship you, great I am.